Hi, this is Alyssa McNamara-Reed, and I will be your host for the next two hours. Allow me to introduce myself. I am a certified financial planner practitioner and an investment advisor. I am co-owner of McNamara Financial Services, Inc. in Marshfield, Massachusetts. McNamara Financial is a federally registered investment advisor, and by my definition anyway, is a true family business. We work with clients like you every day, regular people that need help making sound financial decisions or people that want one less thing to worry about. I work with clients for a fee based on assets that I manage or an hourly or flat fee for creating financial plans. I am not compensated via commissions unless I have the pleasure of helping someone with their insurance needs. There are some things worth paying for and perhaps a lifetime of financial security is one of them. I of course cannot guarantee that working with me will ensure a secure financial future. McNamara on Money has been a call-in talk radio show since 1990. I love hearing from listeners and there truly are no dumb questions. In fact, I like the simple questions because everyone should have the answer to those. Just don't call me asking for the next hot investment or which market is going to outperform this year. Number one, that's not the nature of this show. And number two, I have no idea. Any advice I give to a caller is meant to be generic in nature and should be verified with his or her own financial professionals. You will hear about a variety of topics on this show that relate to investments and personal finance. We try to cover topics that people can relate to regardless of their net worth or financial situation. And of course, we try to keep it interesting. I would crunch numbers for two hours or spreadsheet cash flows because I'm a total math nerd, but that wouldn't much make for good radio. Instead, I choose to educate people on topics surrounding big financial events in life, like marriage and divorce, kids in college, death of a loved one, career changes, and of course, retirement. I once heard that it is a smart man that knows what he doesn't know. I'm sure it was my dad that said that, and I'm also sure that it applies to women. That is why I invite guests onto my show that have expertise in different areas also related to personal finance. I feel it's important to note that the opinions of these professionals are not necessarily the opinions of McNamara Financial or any of its advisors. As long as we are on the subject of disclosure, I should note that while we may discuss investments and or markets on this show that past performance is not indicative of future results. Thanks for tuning in. You are listening to McNamara on Money, the South Shore's very own financial talk radio show. This is Pamela McNamara sitting in with Mike McNamara. I love it's it when you say fun. that. <laughs> it's been fun today. So we have two announcements. Um, and Sunday, which is tomorrow, April 14th, and then the following Saturday, April 20th, the topic will be Marshfield Matters. This is an important program, so we're running it twice. Alyssa McNamara-Reed will be joined by Marshfield Town Council, Bob Galvin, the Town Administrator, Mike Maresco, and Town Moderator, Don Gibson, to discuss important Marshfield Matters before the special town meeting on April 22nd. And a reminder about McNamara Financial Services Social Security 2019 Seminar. It will be held at the Caskin Flagon on Plain Street in Marshfield, Tuesday, April 30th at 6.30 p.m. And uh, Kurt Zarnowski uh, will be at this seminar. Say and that fast three times, right? Yes. And he is, why don't you say who he is, actually? Uh, he, uh, he, uh, he's a character, is who he okay. is. Uh, you haven't heard him speak, have you? you no. You, 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 well, we won't go to that seminar, but uh, Kurt worked for the um, Social Security Administration for like 25 or 30 years. 
uh, retired and said, said, I think I want to be a social security consultant. And so he has his own business and he consults and speaks on social security to different organizations and whatever. Uh, and he, he knows virtually everything there is to know about social security. He's a great speaker. Okay, and he's just a ca- oh. character. He's a fun guy. Okay, so and, and so he'll be interesting yeah. and entertaining all yeah. at the same time. Yeah, and we we usually ask uh, our favorite son-in-law, Kirk, to do that oh. seminar with Kurt. So that's the Kurt and Kirk show. Oh. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, call McNamara Financial's office at seven eight one eight three four two zero one zero. Or visit our website, McNamaraFinancial.com, to register. Space is limited, and there's a $10 donation suggested, which will go to the Marshfield Food Pantry, and McNamara Financial will match that donation for the Alrighty. Food Pantry. Yeah, Social Security. you got to know it, folks. It's as simple yes. as that. All right, so we're... Okay, oh, oh, one other uh, quick announcement. Uh, so... Uh, this show, uh, again, this will be aired sometime in the future beca- uh, because of that Sunday schedule. We messed up our Saturday-Sunday schedule with the Social Security Seminar. But anyway, folks, okay. uh, you can listen to McNamara on Monday Sunday mornings at WATD from 7.30 to 9.30, as well as Saturday mornings from 8 to 10. Okay. And uh, whatever we're talking about, you probably should listen and need to know some of that stuff. It's, I'll make right. that broad general statement. But anyway, the other thing I, uh, I wanted to mention uh, is that – why did I just forget that? Um, but were you going to explain how this this program or every Saturday morning's yeah. program yeah. – Runs we're, we're normally the following the next Sunday. Not not tomorrow, but right. next Sunday but, will run. But Alyssa, from, we did the social security okay, thing because you wanted them. Because we could do this, so that's right. kind of the way it works from here. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, no, and now I want to remember. So, um, folks, uh, the, all of these shows uh, are uh, cataloged on our website. Okay, and uh, you can kind of see them by title. So if you missed a part or if there was a friend or a relative that you want to have listened to the show, if you just go to McNamaraFinancial.com, you can wager your way through there and, and listen okay. to the show. Uh, uh, that's because we thought that was a pretty good idea. Yeah. You know? Now, yeah, okay. you haven't mentioned this the last couple of weeks, but now this is also part of a podcast. Are you breaking the well, show went down? Yeah, well, we try. Well, I've been trying with difficulty. Oh. But the, the show is a two-hour show. Right. Okay. Uh, Alyssa said, let's get organized and try to cut it into four pieces. Well, That sounds like her. It's kind of, yeah, it sounds great, but it's really, <laughs> it's really hard to do. It, I think it you would know. depend on the topic, yeah, certainly. Yeah, and the questions and stuff like that. So so you might have to listen to the whole two hours of fast forward, folks, but it's just kind of one of those things. Yeah, okay. I, I go back and forth about that professionally yeah. speaking, you know? Anyway. Um, Again, so, I think it's very topic-specific. Yeah. Some some topics would lend yeah, itself it's, to that. You know, and, and one of the nice things about radio is, you know, you have a conversation, questions pop up, and I, I think people enjoy conversations because they're probably thinking the same thing. So instead of kind of yeah. running through a firm outline, I kind of keep it right. loose. But well, it's very fluid, we, I find. Yeah, we, we generally get to the end, you know, sort of a sure, thing. Sure, so we all right, so, All so right. we're on the last leg yes. of this show. What to do, what do you do about your 401k? Oh, that's a big question. Okay, and for most folks, it would be a 401k. We have some other initials. It we could do. be a 457. 
Oh. Or a 403B. <laughs> we have our own that investment I'm familiar with. Yes. That, that you're familiar with. Uh, those are the three basic work retirement plans, folks. 401k, most most frequent or most popular. 403b, mostly for teachers and college employees. 457s, mostly for town employees like fire and police and stuff okay. like that. But anyway. The, the comments apply to all of those plans or, okay, it, it pretty much uniformly sort of a thing. Might be a couple of exceptions. Don't hold me down. But we're talking about the big stuff here, folks, not the details. Okay. So uh, so on the 401k uh, or the 403b or 457, okay, the, the first question is, well, what do I do about it? Okay. Uh, now, for most folks... This is low on the list. You're worried about getting a job and, and, and yes, putting put okay. food on the table next week sort of a thing. Uh, but it is no small matter eventually, so you got to give it some time. Okay. Uh, so there's a pretty good chance that you don't have to worry about the 401k for a few months even after you've been laid off, okay? You know, if, if your layoff date was this past Friday, they're not going to kick your 401k out the door, folks. That's just kind of not happened. So there's a, a fairly good chance that you could leave your 401k assets with the company for some period of time or maybe forever, kind of given the circumstances, okay? So, I, you know, I, I would check into... Do I have to do anything with it would be the question that you would ask the human resources department. And their answer is probably no. You probably don't have to worry about it for a while. Okay. If you have a very small 401k because you haven't been there very long, there are some companies who might say, yeah, you can leave it here for six months, then we're going to kick you out or something like that. So find out how it works. But there's a pretty good chance, and the same thing would be for the 403Bs and the 457s, there's a pretty good chance you don't have to worry about it for a good while, and and you shouldn't, okay, un- unless a couple of things c- come up, okay? So, so, by the way, if you think you might have to tap your 401k, well, that's, a, that, you know, that's, an, ex- that's an exception. Don't worry about it. Okay, you know, if you're laid off, if your 401k is 100% stocks and you need to take money out of there next week, you might want to have a change in your investment strategy because that's pretty risky. You know, the stocks were there to leave alone for a whole bunch of years sort of a thing. So if you need to take money out of your 401k, it might require a change in investment strategy or it might require selling some of your 401k assets inside the 401k, selling some of those stock funds and putting the cash in a money market fund inside the 401k. No tax consequences, but the money's there if you need it. Okay. So if, if there's you know, a the tax consequence when you will it, when you take it out, is that right. correct? Yeah. If, but if you leave it in the 401k and liquidate, yes. no okay. tax. Okay. So so. If, if, if after you've done your homework, folks, you think there might be a chance you need to tap your 401k sometime, drop the risk in the portfolio to something lower. Not necessarily all cash, kind of depends sort yeah. of thing. Okay, uh, if you know you need to take it and you got an idea how much, 
maybe you put your whole 401k in cash and just not earn anything but have it safe. Or if it's a large 401k and you figure you need 50, maybe you sell $50,000 of your stock stuff, instruct them to put it into a money market fund inside the 401k. Don't take it out. And at least you got but yourself some, some peace of mind for doing that sort of a thing. Okay, so so there's a pretty good chance you don't have to worry about it, but check unless you need to access it, okay? So anyway, um, the, you know, the, the, this is a discussion that you have with the Human Resources Department. Just kind of check that box, okay? So, mm. so at some point mm. down the line, okay, you know, you, you, so the first is don't make a decision, but at some point down the line, you probably have a decision to make with this 401k, okay? Yeah, you might have to. You might have to get it into an IRA. You might have to roll it over at some point. If you're yeah, going to say if, you can leave it there if, for six if, months. If they're going to kick you out of there, then you're going to have to do something with it, sort of. Okay. Thing. If they're not going to kick you out of there, well, then you better go talk. To, you know, every 401k plan has investment representatives that show up to the company once in a while and are available for consulting about what goes on, this, that, and the other thing. Okay. Uh, and so if you're, so, so you know, let, let's, let's put you back to work now in a new job. Now you can kind of think about what do you want to do with the 401k. Okay, well, so your options are, well, I think I'll go talk to the investment person that I've been working with, although that's hard because they see a lot of people, but I, I don't want to do, a, you know, I, I want to be unbiased about this. Okay. Go, go talk to the investment representative from the 401k. Who's been dealing who, with your company. Who hopefully you know by first name and have visited with before and are on oh. top of what's going on. Oh, okay. maybe not. Okay. And say, okay, I'm, I'm going to leave it here. You know, here's my situation, what do you think? Okay, so that's one option or one possibility, okay, and, and a good one, from my point of view, okay? Uh, the second possibility is that more than likely, well, I wouldn't say that, there's a pretty good chance that your new company will offer you a 401k. By the way, you may have to be there a period of time before you can do that, but... Okay, if they do offer you a 401k, well, I think I'd give a ringy dingy to the 401k investment representative at your new company, have a sit down and say, what can you do for me? What kind of investments we are? And now at least you got two options. You can leave it where it was with that investment person and or you can move it, okay, to, to your new 401k with that investment person. Okay, any questions about that? You look like, you know, that all right so far? Well, what do you think? I mean, I, I just we, think we there's don't make so many, money many questions, this, right? Okay, no, okay. just so many questions. <laughs> I mean, will the investments stay the same? What if they work with different investment companies? Good question. They, they will change. Okay, so if if where you were, and that's a discussion topic, looking at the investment choices, how many and what kinds and how well they're doing. But if you stay at your old 401k, maybe they had better investments than your new ones. Maybe that was one of your reasons for staying there. Or maybe it was a reason okay. for leaving, okay? So not only do you talk with the advisors, but you look at the investments, you look at their costs, you look at the services that they might provide you with and kind of go from there. Okay. okay, there's a third choice, and, and we financial advisors are, have a bias the, okay, in, in terms of this regard. Hey, we can manage your money for you. You can put it into an IRA rollover. Okay, okay. so, so uh, an option is that you can take the funds from your 401k and carefully uh, do you, uh, ro- roll them over into an IRA that you can control and or that a financial advisor can help you with. Okay, um, you know, 
I th- my biases are that most folks don't have the time or energy or expertise or inclination to manage their money, okay? Uh, And we can argue about what percentage of people I think that is, but the only thing is, if you're listening to me, you know, your question is, you know, do I have the ability to manage my own money? Do I need help? Those are your two questions. If you need help, well, then you interview your old 401k person, your new 401k person, and, and maybe if you're working with a financial advisor, you talk to him or her too, or maybe if you're not working with a financial advisor, you think it's a good time to get a look into that. And, hey, you got three people competing for your loyalty okay. and your money and your brain sort of a All thing. All right. Okay. So I have a question. If you roll if you roll your 401k into an IRA rollover, yeah. which you may have to do, whatever. Yeah. It, it might be necessary. It might be necessary. Yep. Okay. Is it correct that you cannot add to an IRA rollover or is that not correct? Okay. That's a good question. Okay. So, whew. I'm going to need a whole show to answer that. Okay, but no, let me. (laughs) uh, The the short and sweet answer is. I'll sit in with you. Okay, the the short and sweet answer is that, okay, let's assume that that person's in a new job. Okay. And they have a new 401k. Okay, and they have the IRA rollover, right? They they move money into an IRA and they're participating in their new 401k. Okay. Right? So that's the assumption. Okay, the government has some rules. About how, Naturally. Much, about how much money you can put total in retirement plans. Oh. Because, you know, you don't want to get too much money in there, sort we, of a thing. We don't want to hold back no. too much money no, from no, that. No, no, I understand. So, That's so, it. So there are, if you are contributing to a 401k, there are some restrictions that they change every year, and I'd have to you go talk to your accountant to find out if you're contributing to a 401k can... You contribute to an IRA. The probable answer is no, but go check. Okay. And by the way, you could contribute to an IRA. Or sorry, no, and deduct the money that you put in an IRA. Okay. The answer might be you could put money in an IRA up to six thousand dollars, but you can't deduct the money. Okay. Well, if you if you're not putting if you're not maxing your new four hundred one k, theoretically you could put up to twenty four thousand dollars if you're over age fifty. If you're putting in ten thousand dollars in your new four hundred one k and deducting it, you don't want to add to your IRA because you can't deduct it. You want to max oh, up the four hundred one k. But I guess specifically what I'm asking is if you have an IRA rollover, that particular vehicle, you, you could put money in there. You can add yeah, to an if, IRA if you if you did not get employed there, yes. went to work someplace else without a 401k, okay, in a calendar year, you could contribute money to that IRA Into, rollover So that and big it. pot could go that, that, Okay, that, that, that was my that's question. Correct. Okay, H- however, life is never simple, right? No. Okay. Not here in the U.S., uh, no, no. No, Okay, so, so there are some tax implications to doing that, ah. all right? So <laughs> when you put money in a 401k... You get to deduct it from the federal government's point of view, okay, and from the state of Massachusetts's point of view. When you put money in an IRA, you get to deduct it from the federal government's point of view, but not from Massachusetts's point of view. So if you did have the ability to add to an IRA, you probably want to open up a new IRA because the tax consequences are a little bit different. It gets a little confusing. Okay. Okay. 
Yes. All right. Great. See how, how easy this financial stuff is? Yeah, you know, oh. Yeah. All you got to do is know the rules. Well, okay. it's it's uh, funny because I remember parts of it from yeah, dealing yeah, like yeah, I remember yeah. the IRA rollover yeah. always seemed to be yeah. separate, and that's probably yeah. why. They changed it from last year. So, by the way, you, oh my you, you've been out of the business for a while. Yes, but <laughs> I have been. That's why I have the questions, <clears throat> it, not the yeah, answers. It's, it's really unbelievable. Okay, so, so okay. just to kind of summarize, whether it's a 401k or a 450, a 457 or a 403b, Okay, uh, they'll probably let you leave it there for a while while you're looking for a new job. Okay. Okay. Uh, If it's a relatively small chunk of money, lots of times they'll say, you got to take it out within six months because we don't want to do the paperwork for the rest of your life or however much money you have in there. So, So you may have an option to leave it there. You may not. Okay, uh, you may have an option to leave it there and or take it out. You may not. Uh, and you just got to kind of figure that out. But, you know, eventually, don't worry about it till you have to because you're looking for a job and trying to get squared away there. Okay. But you can leave it where it is. Go talk to the advisor there. You could possibly put it in your new one. Go talk to the advisor there. You could possibly work with your existing advisor if you if you have one, and or maybe it's time to look for another another one just in case to get some contrast. So go shop around. Okay, you know I'll, I'll do a commercial for financial advisors who are fiduciaries and and uh, and, and registered investment advisors and and self employed and independent folks. Uh, and uh, but anyway, so you got choices in America. That's how it works. Okay. okay. So- if you don't mind, I'm going to step out for a moment. I'm going to leave the studio okay. because we might bring in a few we, we, uh, people. Yeah, can, can we do a couple? It's a little early to do that. Or, or, well, what, what, I just it, want to get it ready. Are, are, you taking, are you taking charge here or what? Okay. No, but, okay. but I'm going to Okay, leave. you're going to be back in a minute don't or two. Me. Okay, all right. All right, so, um, so a couple more things on the 401 case. Okay. Um, the, uh, d- don't worry about it. Eventually, but sooner or later, you have to worry about it. Okay, um, let's see. Now we'll we'll we'll, we'll skip off to, to looking for a new job. Okay, um, you know I am not an expert in looking for a new job by any stretch. I haven't had one in thirty eight years. Uh, but the, the bottom line is that uh, you know there are some things you should do, and probably some folks that you should talk with. Okay, um, so you, you you do need to sit down and think about how you're going to approach that. If you haven't looked for a job for a long time, and let's face it, there's a whole lot of people that would probably fit that description. Um, There are all kinds of resources available out there, okay, for folks looking for jobs, and you ought to avail yourself of those. Uh, There are uh, outplacement services. There are career counseling services. There are coaches. Uh, there are headhunters. Uh, there, there are, uh, 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 and there's a huge variety of online resources available to looking for a job. Okay, so you're not alone if you're looking for a job. Uh, you know that that whole support mechanism to do that process. You have uh, multiple choices and multiple situations. And, you know, you you should look for some help to do that because there is help available. Okay. And and it's just, you know, obviously this is an important thing. You know, so where do you start? You know, what kind of resources? Uh, Poke around. Uh, the, The Human Resources Department 
of your company, depending on how big it is, uh, it may well have an outplacement service where they'll help you look for a new job and career counseling sort of a thing. I know that the state of Massachusetts has some resources available, and I know that there are some private resources available here. Okay, so, uh, so you know, so you, you need to get going with that. You know, per- personally, you know, I think you should live your life like you're going to be unemployed next week, even if you're very comfortable in your job. Uh, and, and if you do that, well, then the bottom line is, you know, you keep your contacts open. You, you, you always, you never burn any bridges when you leave previous jobs. Uh, you know, word of mouth and uh, referrals and a whole bunch of other things, okay, uh, are probably in order here. So, all right, I, I fudged this long enough. So, yes. so, so folks, so we are, <laughs> why, don't, why don't you, you're, you're in charge of signing off for the show. So okay. You're in charge. So, so. we are here in our winter home in Southwest Florida, and we're so blessed because um, every, usually around March or April, uh, Justin and Alyssa, who you're all well familiar with from McNamara Financial and Services, Ed Kirk, and uh, Justin's wife, Suzanne, bring their families down for a week or, I don't know, nine or ten days. And so all of them, there's six of them here, six of our grandchildren, and we're going to ask them to just say their names. And what we're going to ask you is, what do you like best about visiting, and this is our our house in Florida, right? It's all our house. So come on over, just say your name and tell us what you like. My, my name is Myla, and because Miss Ann has kitties. Okay. That's Alyssa's daughter. Here's another one of Alyssa's daughters. My name is Arden, and I, yeah, yeah, and Papa have a pool. Oh, okay. <laughs> My name is Cameron. Yes, this is Justin's son. And what do you like, honey? I know there's probably lots of things. Do you want to name one? How about, feed, about. how about feed the ducks or fishing? Yeah, going fishing, going on the boat. Going fishing. Okay. All right. We could do that this okay. afternoon. My name is Callie, and I like Florida because we can catch minnows, and I caught three today with Charlotte. Oh, that's wonderful. My name is Charlotte, and I like Florida because I caught minnows with Callie. Oh. And it's the big girl, Rose. Charlotte and Cameron are Justin's children, and here comes the... Justin's youngest, our baby. You say your name. What's your name? Rose. Rose. Say it again. Rose. Rosie. What do you like about Florida, Rose? Do you like lots of things about Florida? You love the pool? Going in the pool. Well, thank you for being with us. This is McNamara Financial. We're signing off. Time to go. Time to go. Have a great week, folks.